This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call Podcast, the ultimate source of inspiration and guidance on your journey to success. With the right mentor, anything is possible. And now, it's time to dig deep with your digital mentors, unlock your true potential, awaken your entrepreneurial spirit, and take your business to the next level. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Erin Birch is free, y'all. Laptop, cell phone, she has built a knowledge-based business where she can travel the world, which, by the way, is one of her big reasons why she started her business, where she can serve, where she's gotten super clear on her audience, and now she's developing content, workshops courses, coaching around, you know, to serve her dream, her ideal client, and she's doing it. And the coolest part is a couple years ago, guys, she, she had this, really this midlife crisis and has now turned it into a transformation. She found herself single, a couple teenage boys at home, making less than two grand a month as a jewelry artisan, driving around Canada on the weekends, the trade shows to sell her jewelry, which is beautiful, by the way. She's super talented. And had, she did not know how to copy and paste. No, all the, the big three, y'all, she, none of that mattered. She rolled up her sleeves, invested, flew across, you know, from Canada to Austin to get to workshops, get to retreats. She took this serious, and she worked it. And now she's got a full-time business, multiple revenue stream. She's a coach here. Inside of Digital Mentor, she's one of our rock star clients. She's a master affiliate, and she's got that dream life. It certainly wasn't given, nor was it overnight. She earned it, but it's possible. Aaron Birch, good morning. Welcome to the Wake Up Call. Good morning, Brian. Happy to be here. Excited for tonight, by the way. Much love. I'm going to mute up, and the call is yours. Okay. I'll see you tonight. Looking forward to it. All right, family. Today we're going to talk about how to make building your business more fun and less stressful. Who wants to have more fun building your business? Because if you're on this call, you're probably building a business anyway, right? So why not make it more fun and less stressful? Okay, so I'm going to give you actionable tips, okay, that you can start applying into your business and into your life. So, Number one, you've got to get your head in the game. You've got to get your head on straight. Start paying attention to the stuff you say to yourself. And if it's not working for you, you have to correct that. Okay? So I'm not going to go too much into detail on that specifically because that's a whole call. That's a whole workshop right there but you have to make sure you're saying the right things to yourself. Next one, define your purpose, your why. You've probably heard this before, but this is really critical. Because if you don't know why you're putting in this time, effort, and money to build a business, you will quit on yourself. Because you won't have a reason to continue. You need to have that reason. Because building your own business Being an entrepreneur, it can be like a roller coaster ride. You have to be strong enough to stay in your seat in that roller coaster car when things get, you know, bumpy. 
right? So you have to know why you're doing this in the first place. Anytime you get into what I call a funk, <laughs> go back to your why. Remind yourself why you're doing this. Oh, right. I want that life of freedom. So I better put on my big girl or big boy panties and get down to work. Never forget why you're doing this in the first place. Okay? Because this will keep you focused during challenging times. Next one, do not compare yourself to others. Do not go there. Because chances are you're comparing yourself to someone who's been doing it a lot longer than you have. Maybe someone who had more time to put into their business. Right? Like, do you have a full-time job and you're doing this part-time? Don't compare yourself to someone who went full-on, full-time really quickly and had more time to put in their business. But that being said, you have to be real with yourself. You have to be real. Are you comparing yourself to someone who's put in a lot more effort? Because that is self-sabotage. So I'm going to tell you a little story of a Facebook friend I have. And she was three months into building her business. And I'd been building mine for about two and a half years. And she said, it's not fair that you're so much farther along than me. And I was like, okay, so first of all, that's insulting that you think you should be where I am when I've been working my butt off for two and a half years and you're three months in. Okay, that's insulting. She was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she had been putting in, she had a full-time job. She was a prof. She had been putting in an hour a day. That's what she had to put into her business. I had been going full-time for like two years. I should have been farther ahead than her. It's only logical. So make sure you're being realistic. If you compare yourself to someone else, you have no idea what their story is, the effort they've put in. Comparing yourself to someone else will destroy your self-esteem. Use it as inspiration not to criticize yourself, okay? Next, stop expecting yourself to be an expert in everything, ever. Especially not right away, but you'll never be an expert in everything. Nobody is. I'm certainly not. So why would you expect yourself to know everything right away? It's not realistic. It's being way too hard on yourself. It's going to destroy your confidence and self-esteem and you'll end up quitting on yourself. Be happy with where you are at. Aim to just get better and better every single day. You weren't born with all this knowledge. As Brian you know, was saying, I didn't even know how to copy and paste when I started my business. I wasn't born with that knowledge. I had to learn how to do it. Next one. Build a business around your passion. This is probably one of the biggest ones for me. This is in the top four probably, for, in my opinion. Are you passionate about what you're doing? Are you passionate about what you talk about all day long on social media building your business? Are you passionate about what you're talking to prospects about? Are you passionate in marketing whatever it is you're marketing. You have to build a business that you're passionate about or you will quit on yourself because it's that passion 
that will be the driving force. You get to a place, so if you're kind of going, well, I just need to make money. I get that. That's where I was when I started my business. I didn't have time to figure out what I was passionate about. All I could focus on was the money. But here's the thing. Get into action, building your audience, building your personal brand, building the know, like, and trust factor, building your credibility, authority, influence, and your passion will come. But if you already know what it is, great. You're ahead of the game. I did not when I started my business. But I'm telling you, when you know what your passion is and you understand you can build a business around that passion, it's life-changing. If you were on the workshop this past weekend with the guys, I got really emotional, really emotional when they were talking about what I'm doing in my business, when they were showing my funnel. And the reason I got so emotional is because I was, I'm building a business around my passion. I know what impact I'm supposed to create in the world, and I'm building a business around that. That's why I was so emotional, because it's so meaningful to me. So when you figure out what's really meaningful for you, and you build a business around that, <laughs> that will keep that internal fire burning within you. You're going to love building your business. You're going to love your life because you're building a business that fits into your life. Okay? It's a big one. So you want to add passion to your business. Add passion to your marketing. And when you're passionate about what you're promoting, what you're doing, what kind of business you're building, that passion is felt by others. They need to feel passion from you. That's what attracts people to you like crazy. If you're showing up and you don't even give a crap about what you're doing, it's just this thing to make money, then no one's buying it. No one's buying into you. Did you get that? But they're buying your passion. Because that's something that's felt by people. Next, setting realistic goals. I was talking about that Facebook friend I had before who expected to be where I was even though she'd only been, you know, three months in. She had unrealistic goals. So you want to break down your long, long-term goals into smaller achievable milestones. Forget the big goals. Well, in your mind's eye, sure, have an idea of where you want to be a year from now, where you want to be five years from now, but you have to focus on the short-term milestones because if you're so far off in la-la land, you know, I want a beach house in Florida within five years or in five years, what have you, and you're busy dreaming about the beach and you're not actually doing the business building, income producing activities, you will never have that beach house. So focus on the actionable steps, okay? Setting realistic targets that you can actually hit that feel good to hit, that will keep you motivated. And you jump from, from milestone to milestone to milestone to milestone, right? That keep, creates momentum and it reduces stress too. Because if you have this unrealistic goal, you know, I want to hit $10,000 a month by Christmas time. Okay, how much are you making in your business right now? Zero? Okay, you're probably not going to hit. You might hit that. You might hit that. 
but you need to be realistic because if you set a goal that is unrealistic, will it destroy you when you don't hit it? Or would you rather set a goal that you know you can hit? Stretch a bit for sure. Stretch a bit with your goal. But you want to be happy when you hit it. So you want to create a goal that is pretty realistic. Let's put it that way. Okay? And you want to celebrate your accomplishments as you go. Celebrate those milestones. Celebrate the fact that you did a video today even though that you were scared to do it. Celebrate the fact that you had 10 conversations today and you're not all that comfortable talking to people yet. By the way, people online are still just people, just like they are offline. It's no different. I know so many people are like, well, I'm absolutely fine talking to people in real life. Well, they're still people. <laughs> so it's the same darn thing. So switch your mindset on that one. Next one, prioritize self-care. I didn't do this when I started my business. I went so hard that I wasn't prioritizing myself. So make sure you still are prioritizing your family time, your, your self-care. Are you still exercising? Are you still eating well? Don't let that stuff fall by the wayside. Stick with it, okay? Because if you don't have your health, you got nothing. Next, automate and delegate when you can, okay? This doesn't happen right away in your business. Who are you gonna, when, when you're a one-man show, one-woman show, who are you gonna delegate to? No one. Not yet. You want to get to a position where you can delegate stuff. That happens later on. Same with automation. You know, you may have heard you can't automate things. You don't know how to do manually. I'm a big believer in that. When you're first starting out, you're going to be doing everything. So this is why it's important to keep your strategy simple. Do not try to do everything that that leader that person who's been in the industry for 20 years gets done in a day. Because I promise you, that person has several VAs, several assistants. That's why you don't want to compare yourself to that person who seems to be here, there, and everywhere. Uh-huh, because they have VAs that are making them be here, there, and everywhere. You can't be here, there, and everywhere when you're first starting out. You feel me on that? Again, it's about being realistic. But work towards getting to a place where you can add automation and delegation. If you're in digital mentors, you've got, you can set up funnels, right? So that's automation. You can have lead magnets. You can create your own or you can use something in, in, in the back office and create a funnel with it. That's automation. Start building your email list. That's something you can do pretty darn quickly. Next one, embrace creativity. Oh my gosh. Find ways to infuse your creativity into your business. Experiment with things, right? You can experiment with graphics, marketing strategies, stuff like that. So if you're a creative person and you feel like you might be stifled with marketing because it almost seems dry, like I was an artisan jeweler for 17 years. I designed and made and sold all my own jewelry. So when I started my business, I had a lot of people say, don't you miss like the creativity? You're an artist. 
And I'm like, you know what? I have put creativity into my business so that I enjoy it more. Do you know what I did last night? I spent three hours at the beach. What did I do? I meditated. I listened to the waves. I talked to a bunch of people because that's what I do. I go talk to people. Uh, But I also took a lot of video and a lot of photographs that I will use in my marketing. To me, that is fun. Stop and smell the roses, right? I also went live when I was down at the beach. I provided value to my audience. So this is one way I add creativity into my business that makes it a lot more fun. Next, build a support network. If you're in Digital Mentors, you have a supportive network. The Facebook group, everybody building their businesses, but we're doing it all together, supportive network. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals, right? So you can support each other, guide each other, motivate each other. Lots of things you can do. Tag teaming with people, right? Almost like accountability partners. That's something you can do as well, right? But you want to be engaging with other people who too are doing similar things that you're doing. Next, kind of talked about this, but celebrating your successes, celebrating those milestones. It doesn't have to be that, oh my God, I'm making $10,000 a month now. Celebrate the small wins. It'll keep you moving forward. I still celebrate every time I do a live video, by the way. I've done thousands at this point because I've been building my business for eight and a half when I do a video. You know why? It's a dopamine still. Every time I do a video, I still get that dopamine rush. It's like a person who works out. They've been working out, you know, five days a week for 35 years. They're still filled with the sense of accomplishment every single time. That sense of accomplishment never goes away. And don't let it ever go away. Why would you not want to feel good? Know what gives you a dopamine rush and do more of it. You know, video. For me also, creating ebooks. When I get like all the copy done for an ebook, oh my God, it's celebration time. Do things that give you a reason to celebrate. Next, celebrate your failures because they're not failures, they're lessons. Celebrate when you mess up. Why? Because you learned something really valuable. It's also really good content in your marketing. I can't remember who it is, but I was listening to a podcast, and this gentleman who's a dad was saying, first thing he says, because he works from home, first thing he says to his children when they come home from school is, so, what did you fail at today? Why does he say that to them? Because he's encouraging them to do things outside their comfort zone because that's, the that's how they're going to learn, right? To do things they've never done before, because that's how they're going to learn and get better, right? But he's also helping them understand that it's okay to mess up, to try something new and not be fantastic at it. He, he's instilling that into them. I think that's absolutely amazing. I wish I had done that for my children. I do it now for them. We laugh. <laughs> okay, let me tell you a quick story. My son, Jack, 
he went to apply for a job for a pizza for Domino's Pizza. You guys have that in the States too. So he applied to be a driver, right? So he goes for his first day of work. Oh my God, don't tell him I told you guys this story. So he goes for his first day of work. He, you know, has the addresses, go deliver these pizza to these addresses. He doesn't even really know the town because it's in the town next over. So he's got to map it all out. And what does he do? He drops his car keys under the seat, like behind, between the, you know, like the, where the console is. And he spends 45 minutes trying to find his damn keys. The pizzas get cold. He goes back to the shop, tells him what happened. He didn't get the job. So he comes home. He tells us the story. And we all laughed and celebrated it and made him realize that in the grand scheme of his life, this does not matter. We made it not a big deal. We laughed about it. I think it's hilarious. So don't take yourself so seriously. Oh, my God. Life is meant to be fun. Don't take yourself so seriously. So next one leads me to put life and fun into your marketing. Put your life into your marketing. Put some fun into your marketing. Start telling stories of funny things that happened. Right? Start talking about things you enjoy in life. Again, share what you're passionate about. There's nothing more boring than talking all day long about something you're not even interested in. So start bringing stuff into your business that light, lights you on fire that you want to talk about. What do you love to do? What are your hobbies? That kind of thing. But putting your life into your marketing, it's all, I call it living out loud. It becomes this seamless entity. You living your life and you building your business. You put them together. You mesh them together. You share you living a life with your audience. It becomes so much easier and so much more fun. Next one, know and focus on your strengths, especially when you're starting out. Know what your strengths are. So for me personally, tech, not my strength. Still isn't. Probably because I'm really not interested in it, all right? But know what your strengths are. If you're a social person and you like talking to people, then run with that. That should be a main strategy for you building your business, talking to people. Right? If you love photography, run with that. Make that a big part of your business. What are you good at? If you're like, oh my God, I hate talking to people, but I'm really techy, then run with more techy stuff. Right? Create funnels. Create courses. Build your email list with lead magnets and funnels. Get into email marketing. Know your strengths and run with them and work on your weaknesses as time goes on. Next, this is kind of a big one too. Write everything you're doing in your business down. How are you spending your time? Write it down because there's nothing like not getting results to destroy your self-esteem. So sometimes I'll ask clients, okay, so like what did you do today for your business? And it ends up that they talked to one person, watched five cat videos, and essentially did pretty much nothing. Well, no wonder you're not getting results. 
So I think often, or pretty much all the time, we think we're actually doing more than we're doing. I do this. If I look back at my day, I'm like, oh my God, what did I actually accomplish for my business? So this is getting real with yourself. Mark everything down. Someone did a, a, a survey kind of study. I don't know. Maybe it was like Forbes magazine. This is a few years back. And they talked to like these big CEOs in these companies. And they said, break down. We want you to mark down what you do every single day. Like we want to see how much time you're actually spending on business building, income producing activities, right? Like real work. So it turned out they were at the office for eight hours, but they actually spent two hours actually on business. And whoever was doing the study went, mm, I don't even believe that. I don't believe that. I don't think it's that high. Can you do it again? Turned out these people, these CEOs, were spending about 20 to 40 minutes out of their eight-hour day actually doing important work. The rest was, you know, busy work. So get very, very clear on how you're actually spending your time. Is it really business building and income producing activities? Or are you kind of just goofing around? Or self-sabotaging by only training? Stuck in learning mode. Are you posting? Are you building your audience? Are you talking to people? Are you creating stuff in your business that will make you money? Okay, because it's, it's a kind of like a little trap that I think we all fall into. Next one, stop looking at things as a problem, but more of an opportunity to learn, right? So that's the embracing your fail, failures thing too. It's an opportunity for you to learn and get better. So when a problem or an issue arises, don't go, oh, God, I suck at this. This is what I used to do, by the way. Look at it as, oh my God, I get to solve this problem and learn from it. So it's an attitude change, isn't it? It's a mindset shift. How are you going to feel when you figure it out? Have you ever had a problem you figure it out? It's a dopamine rush, is it not? Get addicted to those dopamine rushes in your business. Next one, keep learning, but not every minute. Don't get stuck in learning mode, but you want to keep learning whatever it is that you're going to be, you know, using in your business. Keep learning, but not every second. You want to keep learning. Like, what kind of content are you going to provide to your audience? What are you going to create courses on? What are you going to share on social media? What value are you providing? Keep learning about that topic so that you always have new information to share with your audience. They're following you because they're loving your content, the value you're providing. If you always have new stuff to talk about, they'll stick around. Next, your environment, meaning your workspace. If you are trying to build your business at your kitchen table and you've got you know, a husband watching the football game and swearing at the TV and the kids running around, it's pretty hard to focus. And one thing too, your family won't take you, you and your business seriously. They'll think you're just goofing around. You've got to find a quiet place to work if you can create it. I know everyone can't create that. Do your best. Even get yourself like a cheap partition thing and fold it around your table and go, I'm working, okay? Nobody bug me unless the house is on fire. I'm actually working. 
So create a good environment, a working environment that is conducive for you building your business. Right? Clean it up. If you've got a room and it's like a just a mess, clean it up. You it will make you feel more motivated to build your business. Okay? So be very careful of your your working environment. Next one, engage with your audience. I see a lot of people get really bored in building their business because they're not engaging with their audience. Engage with your audience. Talk to them. Ask them questions. Have conversations. Give them the impression that they can reach out and have a conversation with you. Talk to your audience. Engage with your audience. Next, be authentic. You don't want to build a business as someone else. You won't stick with it. I remember thinking that. Whose personality, who big leader out there, whose personality should I take on? Because mine's not good enough, so I need to kind of pretend I'm like one of these other people out there. No. No, you want to be your true authentic self and you want to bring your personality out. Okay, that's what's going to attract people to you. It also keeps it a lot more fun when you're just being yourself. But you want to bring yourself out big, almost like putting your personality on steroids. Right? You know they say the camera adds 10 pounds? I always say social media takes like 25% of your personality away. You got to bring the passion, the energy, your personality, your sense of humor, your, your your zest for life. Bring it. That's what's going to attract people to you. Next, collaborate. Find people to collaborate with. That can keep things more exciting and keep you on track. Another one, know what inspires you. Know what will kind of get your head back in the game. Know what will kind of rejuvenate that passion for what you're doing. So that can be your go-to thing when you need it. When you get in a funk or a rut, know what you can do to inspire you. So back in the day when I was selling jewelry and I would have like just no creative inspiration going on, I would pull out a whole bunch of gemstones and put them out in front of me and stare at them. That would create so many ideas for me that I would just start writing them all down and I would come up with like 10, 20, 30 ideas for new pieces of jewelry by staring at the stones. So I knew that was something I could always use as a trigger to create more inspiration. Right? So maybe collaborating on something but know what will inspire you. Next, get over yourself. Oh my God, get out of your own way. Nobody's busy judging you nearly as much as you think they are. They're at their house judging themselves and thinking everyone's busy judging them. Right? So get over yourself. You know, I've really come to learn that because this is what held me back my entire life. The fear of being judged. How It's rather egotistical, isn't it? Think about it. Kind of egotistical to think everyone is so busy watching us. I mean, they are watching you to a certain degree on social media. You have to know that. But they're not busy picking you apart. Here we think everybody spends all their time picking us apart. Right? Get over yourself. They're not. It's kind of egotistical, isn't it? When I had that realization, it was like, holy crap. 
Next one and my last one, get results. Create that dopamine rush and hop from dopamine rush to dopamine rush. Jump from result to result to result to result. You think you're going to enjoy your business more when you're getting lots of results? Yep. So start getting results. You could get results today in your business. So in my posting for profits training, I have like a whole hour and a half training just on how to create social proof, meaning how to generate results before you've made a dime online. I gave like 11 ways you can create a result today that have nothing to do with you making money. Okay? Social proof comes from a result. You want to have social proof to market. So if you haven't watched my posting for profits, definitely watch that training. It's in the back office under in the training library. Okay? So there you go. I hope this gives you some ideas. I hope you implement many of these ideas. Let me know if you do. And I hope these ideas keep you inspired. Cut down on the stress. Go easier on yourself. Don't expect yourself to be unrealistically amazing when you're first starting out. Be good to yourself. Why is it we have higher expectations for ourselves than anyone else? Don't do that to yourself. Okay, and I hope this cuts down on the stress, and I hope some of these ideas help you enjoy building your business more. Okay, I love you guys. I will see you over on the fan page in just a couple of minutes. You've been listening to the Digital Mentors Podcast with Brian Finale and your digital mentors. To learn how digital mentors can take your business to the next level, visit www.digitalmentors.com and take your 100% risk-free trial today. Creating tomorrow's leaders today, that's what we do. Why not you? www.digitalmentors.com